I would, I would <laughs> love to work in like the R&D department for like Kellogg or something. Just be like, all right, guys, more states have decriminalized weed than ever before. The amount of stoners out there is skyrocketing. <laughs> John, go. Chocolate covered pickles. I like it. Keep it on the back burner. Phil, go. Uh, steak suckers. Interesting. <laughs> Albert, go. What you got? Flaming hot popcorn. We Jeez. already have that. You're eating oh, it right now. Oh, supposed to make a new one? Yeah, make a new snack. How are we going to uh, make money off these stoners? Uh, 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 fuck. Monster ice cream. Good idea. <laughs> up here in the podcast studio fucking pussy who me oh <laughs> i think it's my secret my life has been emotionally tiring i think it's the difference you want to impress your dad i want to spite the fuck out of mine <laughs> the statesman podcast welcome back to the statesman podcast i'm albert yo soy ryan hola ryan como estas uh see muy bien <laughs> so how's it going <laughs> it's going good good we had a lot going on right before we started yeah uh, yeah we did they'll hear they they heard the little preview in the intro there yeah i, I was <laughs> hit record early and caught a lot of our <laughs> stupid dialogue yeah i was gonna say before the recording but we were recording the whole time good <laughs> awesome <laughs> honestly that's enough content to make like five <laughs> intros so i'm oh, yeah. i'm solid for the next few weeks we can coast for a while on that <laughs> so ryan how's your uh, week been it was good we saw uh folk singer god matt heckler in tulsa this week that was awesome we did he was really good there was a small like one percent of me that was like what if he what if he knows about the podcast and he, he's like <laughs> and and shout out to the statesman i know they're from oklahoma i would have lost my shit <laughs> but that one percent was enough to where i was like okay i gotta be prepared just in case I mean, it was a pretty casual show. Like, if he did know about it, he probably would have said something. Because halfway through, there was one guy, as he was, like, starting a song, this random dude in the crowd was like, all right, Matt, I'm going to go. It's good seeing you. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, okay. Very, the most intimate show I've ever been to. We met him and hung out and talked to him for a few minutes. Got a, yeah, that was cool. He seemed like a cool dude. Got a picture. You did? Yeah, we got a few pictures. We can post those. On the there it is the Instagram. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what state are we talking about, Ryan? Well, today we're talking about the sixth state. Still going chronologically. We're only at number six. Yeah, huh. yeah. It seems like we've been doing this forever. It does. I was thinking about that the other night. I was like, I feel like this has been going on a while. I mean, we didn't start with the first state. We did some really stupid episodes about Oklahoma and Iowa before we started. Oh, really, yeah. I guess we did have like four episodes that were not in order. Yeah, then we hit our stride with uh, Delaware. Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Nobody gonna hold me down. But you know, this is an exciting state that we're talking about. Like, this isn't Finally. like a nothing, like, go here to disappear state. This Good, is actually a pretty hype state. Connecticut made me sad. Oh, yeah. All right, what we got? Today we got the Bay State, the old colony state. That uh, Rhode Island. No. Maine. Maryland. No, no. Massachusetts. Oh my God. I fucking. <laughs> I want to let you guess one more time because I bet you would have got it. But Massachusetts. I have been to Massachusetts. I've been to Boston. I'm jelly. I want to go to it's Boston. It's actually really cool. So I can't wait to hear what uh, you got to say about it versus my experience with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Boston in Fallout 4, but that's it. That's basically what it is. You'll probably, yeah, just. <laughs> Hop in whenever you have any input on this episode, since you've actually been to this one. You'll probably know a lot more about me, or a lot more than me. I'm going to get this out of the way Shoot. right now. The reason I went to Boston was for a JROTC field trip. Oh, God. <laughs> so uh, you were out there keeping the people of Boston safe? That was a future U.S. Air Force <laughs> officer in the making. <laughs> Just so proud. Damn. Uh, friend of the show, uh... Sky and Anna have also been to Boston. Nice. I think we mentioned that. Sky was in Boston when the Eagles won the Super yeah. Bowl. And he almost got killed by angry Boston. Dude, he also he might have a round two because they're going to the Super Bowl now. Yeah, they are. But I'm going to watch it with him this year and <gasps> see him cry in person. Also, 
he still hung up on the fact that I said he is not a very passionate man in that episode. <laughs> he listened to it and he's like, what does that mean? Bro, I'm passionate. Oh, no. He's pissed. I forgot that I agreed so, with you that he's not. So, Sky, if you're out there, you're extremely passionate. <laughs> I love you, Sky. So Massachusetts, the state motto. I don't know what happened, but like the first four states got their mottos and then like suddenly... Connecticut and Del- and uh, Massachusetts were like, no, we're doing something different. Heck, having a motto in English, we're going to have an extremely complicated foreign language motto. Ense petit plas- oh. Ense petit placidem sub letarte quietum. Hold on. I don't know if that's French or Latin. I'm pretty sure it's Latin. It's, looks kind of French. Probably Latin, though. I don't know. Is it, it, Wait, no, it probably would be French. You look like the gears are turning. You know what that means? The, the last bit sounded familiar. By the sword. What? <laughs> I got to say it like JF, JFK. By the sword, we seek peace, but peace only under liberty. That was like a five out of ten JFK yeah, that impression. That was a six or a seven. That was pretty good. But yeah, their state motto in English, by the sword, we seek peace. But peace only under liberty. So they still had they still gotta s- put that liberty slid in, in a reference to liberty. You gotta in there. put that in there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Population of six point nine million, and the capital. <laughs> Wait, how many? Six point nine million. Nice, nice. <laughs> the, the capital is Boston. Boston. Which that's where you've been, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. Boston was the sixth state to join the union. Uh, and like I said, they all joined like within a week of each other there in the beginning. Gotcha. They were just having their people read the Constitution to figure out if it sounds good. Boston, is, or Massachusetts, is the most populous state in New England, which is not a state. Yep, I found that out. <laughs> that kind of blew my mind. <laughs> that fucked me up for a little bit, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Massachusetts is bordered by the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Maine to the east. Con- east. Connecticut and Rhode Island to the south, New Hampshire and Vermont to the north, and New York to the west. Massachusetts on... Oh, okay. No, yeah, okay. I had, a picture uh, of, I had a picture of the U.S. for a second. Yeah, it's that one on the East Coast that looks like it has a little version of Italy. It's got like a little boot yeah, yeah, sticking yeah, out. Yeah, mini boot. <laughs> so uh, Boston is the most populated city in Massachusetts, and it is the largest metropolitan area in New England. So, yeah, larger metropolitan area than New York City, I guess. Even though it's That's all part impressive. of like, yeah, but it's all part of the same megalopolis. Megalopolis. But uh, yeah, when you consider all the like suburbs and stuff, I guess the Boston metro is okay. Pretty yeah. massive. Massachusetts is ranked number one on the Human Development Index. Oh, and Connecticut was number two, right? Yeah. Nice. Which just means like. If you're a person living in Massachusetts, your odds of being successful are pretty good. Um, really? Yeah, just for reasons that we'll get into later. Okay, cool. um, you're going to have a lot going for you if you live in Boston. You're not just automatically going to be successful. I was about to say, can I move to Boston right now and like? Yeah, make I it? mean, marginalized communities are still going to have a bad time. But uh, damn it, that's me. I hear that Boston is very like subtly racist, <laughs> but couldn't tell you. You probably have more experience with that. Again, I was with the JRTC group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it has the highest population of people with college degrees, which is cool. Is it? Is there I a guess. college there? Or is, a university? Is there a college there? There's the college there. Harvard. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Fucking Harvard. Fucking Harvard. <laughs> Man, they're going to be so sick of these accents by the end of this. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't even know what that was. I'm cutting gross. that out. That was like a Jersey accent. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Massachusetts is the sixth smallest state and the 15th most populated. Nice. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Nothing right home about there. The name Massachusetts, uh, it come, it's derived from the Massachusetts, Massachusetts tribe in the area. I didn't know there was a tribe. Yeah. Huh. And uh, it means... Or like similar to At the Great Hill. Um, nice. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. We're going to get into the history of Massachusetts. Yes. A lot of interesting stuff, actually. So Cool. It was originally populated by tribes which fell under the Algonquin language family. 
we've talked about them before or that before right yeah like a lot of places in the area um a lot of the tribes fell under that classification tribes included the nipmuc which we talked about yeah a few weeks ago they're what were they like the mound dwellers that's what nipmuc means yeah yeah uh the wampanoag and the massachusetts tribe these tribes used uh agriculture as well as hunting and gathering and they lived in longhouses and lodges called wigwams i know those wigwams i only know that name because of banjo tooie the sequel to the <laughs> classic hit banjo kazooie did someone live in a wigwam yes i can't remember her name but was it, it was a native lady oh it wasn't the weird little mask guy no he lived in his hut and then she lived in the wigwam and they had a little feud <laughs> but i think they were in love let's unite this feud under one wigwam <laughs> so settlers first arrived in this area in the early 1600s uh, shortly after arriving, the settlers caused what is known as a virgin soil epidemic in which they introduced a host of new diseases to the area, such as measles, smallpox, and influenza. Oh. Uh, it's believed these diseases quickly killed off 90% of the Massachusetts Bay Area Native Americans. <laughs> so, oh. Hmm. <laughs> Man, they, even, they didn't even have any, like to them, these people just started dying. They're like, hey, there's people living on this new land, and they're gone. <laughs> and they oh all God. died extremely quickly. Oh, my. Uh, that sucks. So it wasn't, like, intentional. No, definitely not. Especially because uh, a lot of the settlers actually got along with the natives early on in this. Oh, man. Era. Yeah, this is where, uh, what was his name? Um, Squanto. Squanto. The native, he... Um, kind of made contact with the Mayflower settlers. Oh, okay. And uh, kind of helped them get things going, taught them some agriculture. Speaking of the Mayflower, oh, in 1620, the first English colonizers arrived to the area aboard the ship, the Mayflower. They landed in modern-day Plymouth, Massachusetts. And this group of colonizers are famous for celebrating the first Thanksgiving, which lasted three days. What? Really? Yeah. Just... Ate some turkey for like three days straight. And we only get one? Right. <laughs> that seems unfair. We get Black Friday now where, uh, you know, we all get together and, uh, you know, just give thanks for what we have and then immediately go out and trample people in the name of consumerism. Do people even go out anymore for Black Friday? I don't know. I went out like once when I was like 16 because my mom just decided this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked. Yeah, I've done that before too. <laughs> but like everything's online now. Yeah. I've never gone out of my way to try and get a Black Friday deal. No, not worth it. Uh, <laughs> no. In 1630, uh, the group, the Mayflower group, was followed by more Puritans who established the Massachusetts Bay Colony, or what is now known as Boston. Hmm. So yeah, Boston, really old, 1630, means they're getting close to being 400 years old. Golly. Oh my god, yeah, seven years away. We gotta start a new fucking city. <laughs> We're gonna call it Boston. <laughs> We're gonna call it the Massachusetts Bay Colony. We gotta put in a Dunkin' Donuts. Somehow we found my khakis. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Someone from Boston's gonna beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so these English settlers came to the New World to seek freedom from religious persecution. Hmm? So do you know about the Puritans and why they came to America? I think we talked about it a little bit before. I know we glossed over it. Basically, they were mad because they had like insanely extreme religious beliefs that the Church of England like wouldn't let them uh, practice. Like, imagine like the Westboro Baptist Church. Is that the Puritans? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the Westboro Baptist Church is like, all right. You're not going to let us scream outside these soldiers' funerals? We'll go start our own country where we can do that. And they did. <laughs> so that's what that's what the pilgrims were, just insane. Oh, my God. Is that really? Nuts. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, oh like, I didn't know that. People always say they came to seek freedom from religious persecution, but it was more, I would describe it as they came seeking the freedom to persecute people over religion. And uh, early on, 
uh, the colonizers quickly took to infighting and dissent. Nice. And several factions broke off to start different Puritan colonies. Uh, that's how Rhode Island came to be. We're getting there. They were like, y'all are insane. Y'all don't flog yourselves enough. We're going to Rhode Island and we're just going to spend 13 hours a day whipping ourselves or something. That's not actually how it went, but... No, that's 100% how it went, actually. They just had a disagreement on very extremist Christian beliefs. <laughs> They're like, you're not extreme enough. We're yeah. going over here to be more extreme. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so an early point of disagreement between New World settlers and England was currency. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're already... It's the 1600s, and we're already cooking up the American Revolution. Jeez. Uh, early Massachusetts settlers authorized a man named John Hull to produce coinage. The Hull Mint to uh, produce currency for over 30 years. And Charles II of England deemed the Hull Mint to be treasonous and punishable with hanging, drawing, and quartering. Okay, now I have two questions. Yeah. What is a mint? Just where you make money. Oh. It's where you print money. What is drawing in that regard? Drawing and quartering is where they tie ropes to all your limbs. <gasps> oh, and then they slap the horses and make them run yeah, off in all they, different directions. And then they tie those oh ropes to horses. Oh, my God. And they give you the big pull. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you try and make your own money. We'll pull you with horses. I don't think anything ever came of it. It was just England flapping their gums over there yeah. being mad, but, uh, it was a good early indicator of England overextending their powers over the colonies. I kind of, I zoned out there for a minute. Cause when you talk about drawing and quartering, it reminded me of a scene I'd recently seen from a Kurt Russell movie. I think I've seen that scene. What is it? The wishbone scene. Wishbone. What movie? Uh, but was it Bone Tomahawk? Yeah. You've seen Bone Tomahawk? Yeah. I want to watch that movie so bad. It looks so good. Uh, is it good? Is, is it scary? I've heard it's terrifying. It So it's weird because it starts out as just like a Western movie. Yeah, and you're that's like, what I've Yeah, heard. it's Kurt Russell. It's a Western and then movie. Like, and you're like, why are those natives eating people? Yeah, and then it like sneakily becomes like a horror movie. Yeah, it switched to a horror movie very fast that's, and very abruptly. Man, I, I want to watch that. I haven't seen it anywhere. J- just watch the... The wishbone scene. Is that where they like put it in his mouth or whatever? There's a lot. Okay. There's sweet. a lot that happens during that scene. I love gnarly I'm very westerns. I feel <laughs> sad again. Well, this will cheer you up. Okay. In 1692, the town of Salem, Massachusetts. Oh my God. Had a bout of mass hysteria. You lied to me. Right? When town leaders accused over 200 people of witchcraft over the course of a year. You said it was going to make me happy. <laughs> I'm assuming you've heard about this. The Salem witch trials? Yeah. Oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> so from like over the course of about a year when this was going on, 30 people were found guilty uh, of witchcraft and 19 were hanged. And at least five people died in jail. And then one man, one famous badass by the name of Giles Corey, was pressed to death after refusing to give a plea. Pressed to death? Yeah, pressed. Like, uh, they got on top of him and they're like, Hoo! Pretty much, yeah. Wait, really? They laid him on like a table kind of thing and then they just put, they put like a board on top of him uh-huh. and then just kept putting more and more rocks on the board until like he could barely breathe. And then they were like, how do you plea? And then he was like, Give me some more weight until he just got the big squish. Oddly, that I know it's not. It sounds like a very comfortable way to die. But maybe it's just because so, it's like I, a weighted blanket. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's just a very weighted blanket, and like you're slowly getting more and more cozy. I disagree. No, I mean, I know it's not. Like, very claustrophobic. <laughs> I would rather have them do the thing where they tie me to a chair and throw me in the lake. Oh my god, no. Uh, so this became known as the Salem Witch Trials. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just remember last week I freaked out because it was like, how could they show you uh, Forrest Gump when there's boobies? Mm-hmm. We watched a video or a movie about the Salem Witch Trials in, I think, like either English class mm-hmm. or something. And there was a movie about the Witch Trials. And the very first scene is like these girls in the forest. Oh, yeah, pretending. dancing in the woods. Yeah. And we then, also watched that movie. And then there's they, a scene in that movie boobies. where they show Giles Corey asking for more weight. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I remember at the end, is it Adrian Brody? Is he the main guy in that movie? I think so. I remember at the end of the movie, um, 
he has this scene like with his wife where they, I don't know, it's been a long time. They come to terms with each other or something after he's been in prison for like a year and his teeth are so nasty. I do remember and that. And then they make out so hard. And yeah. like everybody in my class was like, ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it was foul. <laughs> Just because everyone was stunlocked on his teeth. They were like, those puppies are yellow. <laughs> That's a sad movie. It is. Uh, so, yeah, this movie or this uh, event, the Salem Witch Trials, was adapted to a play by Arthur Miller called The Crucible. That's the movie. Which was, yeah, that yeah, ad- yeah. adapted to a movie. I have the book downstairs. It's really good. I want to read it. You can borrow it if you want. but Sweet. I got to finish your other book you let me. You also got to learn how to read. Oh, yeah, too. What other book? The It's a manifesto of sorts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to finish that, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> so the most common have you ever heard any theories as to why the salem witch trials happened why everybody started wigging out i feel like i've heard a bunch but i cannot think of any and so i want to i don't know what they are yeah so the most common explanation of the hysteria is that the villagers were eating rye bread that had been infected by a fungus called ergot which is a natural substance but you use it as an ingredient to derive lsd so these so people, they were just fucking getting high as hell. They were tripping balls off that rye bread. And then they ergot their humanity. Yeah. God. <laughs> Dude, yeah. If it's like the 1600s and I'm living like right on the edge of a scary forest and suddenly like I just start tripping balls one day when I have no idea what tripping balls is LSD or Pink Floyd or Albert Hoffman are. <laughs> I'm just going to be like. Yo, know, there's witchcraft going on. <laughs> so that would be terrifying. It would be. I can't imagine me spiked LSD now, knowing what I do. As like you said, as opposed to back then, having no idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you knew it was coming, it'd be like, hey, all right, let's go look at the ocean for a while. But yeah, but if just yeah. trying to churn some butter or something, <laughs> suddenly the butter stick starts talking to you. That's <laughs> witchcraft. Kill the witches. Witchcraft, Kill the witches. <laughs> I am butter. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, check out, definitely check out the Crucible movie, play, book, uh, whatever. If uh, you never have, it's a very interesting story. Yeah. Also, really a metaphor for the Red Scare. Um, was that, those with the Brewskis, right? Yeah. Because the play came out in the 50s, right when that was happening, and Arthur Miller ended up getting blacklisted because of it. Jeez. I'm not sure how much he made up just to make the connection with like the Red Scare, but uh, very good play. So during the time of the American Revolution, Boston was kind of the center of the independence movement, uh, having a historical open rebellion against the crown. So pretty much ever since the beginning, Boston was like, fuck that. We're not going to have a fucking British dude in a tiara tell us what to do. Ugh, terrible. <laughs> Where did the Boston accent come from? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so from the beginning, they were not having it. Yeah, they were already like, <laughs> fuck that queen. King. In 1754, uh, the, the British... Okay, so we're going to get into like the sequence of events that kind of started the American Revolution. Right. So buckle up, buckaroo. Here we go. 1754, the British engaged France and the Native Americans in what is known as the Seven Years' War or the French and Indian War. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. I remember learning about that one. Yeah, so France and a lot of natives had an allyship in which they were working together to try and body England. <laughs> uh, this war was very costly for the British government, and it ended in 1763, and the monarchy begin, began to tax the ever-loving shit out of the colonies in order to recoup the costs of the war. Uh, these taxes caused a lot of tension in the colonies, which eventually boiled over in 1770 when a crowd of three to 400 Boston citizens began to harass and throw things at a group of nine British soldiers. I know where you're going. I know this one. <laughs> the soldiers eventually felt a little bit threatened, uh, scared enough to fire their rifles into the crowd, killing three people instantly, and then wounding an additional eight people. And then two of those eight eventually died from their wounds. So a total of five body count of five, uh, the crowd eventually dispersed, but the incident would not be forgotten by Bostonians. And it would be called the Boston massacre. I knew it. <laughs> I knew that one. 
Also, it's kind of fucked up that I got really excited because it was a terrible thing. I was just excited that I knew something. Yeah, I feel like we don't have any like clear accounts of what actually happened. Yeah, that's like a big thing, right? Like they're not uh, sure exactly like who antagonized yeah. who off the bat. Yeah, then... tensions were high. They were both antagonizing each other. Yeah, I'm sure there were dicks on both sides. People started throwing stuff, but I mean, to this day, uh, there are certain oh. armies in the world <laughs> who uh, will kill certain Palestinian children for throwing rocks. So. Uh, fuck the IDF. Um, mm -hmm. Tensions were escalated further when in 1773, a group of Americans known as the Sons of Liberty boarded several British merchant ships dressed as indigenous people, and they tossed chests of tea into the Boston Harbor. My, I know about the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. But every time I think about it, I just think about the scene from Liberty's Kids. I think of uh, the scene from, is it Time Cops? I don't know. I've asked you before. You've never heard of this show, uh -huh. but the show on Cartoon Network. Um, what happened in Liberty's Kids? I mean, just that. It was just they dress up when like headdresses or not even that. They put like feathers in their hair and then like uh, face paint and then when just threw tea off the boat. Nice. I also think of Assassin's Creed 3 where oh yeah that's a mission except they change it a little bit and yeah. you end up killing like 40 british soldiers <laughs> <laughs> trying to defend the sons of liberty yeah those games are dumb <laughs> how dare you they really started to lose the plot around assassin's creed 3 when what was it like the main dude was like actually adam or something stupid no it was like the first humans were adam and eve but they were really they were created by these like otherworldly beings as slaves. And then they were the first to be like, we don't want to be slaves, man. Yeah. That, that whole game series. The backstory is weird. Yeah. The like stuff outside the historical stuff, is, it, gets, like, it gets weird. They really were committed to that stupid sci-fi side story and they didn't want to let it go. But now in the new games, it's like barely there as it should be. Yeah. It should just not be there. So this was done in response. The Boston tea party was done in response to the Tea Act of 1773, which undercut American tea trade in order to pump money into the financially struggling British East India Trading Company. Yes? Nothing. I'm excited because I know the next thing coming up, too. Oh, oh do you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the East India Trading Company, it was like Britain's biggest like trading company. I know. I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, so they were struggling. <laughs> And so American tea industry was really getting the short end of the stick there. Uh, there was a huge tea tax. It was crazy. Yes. And then, uh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead too far, so I don't want to say it. I just keep getting excited. Uh, all right. I'll finish this paragraph and then see what you have. <laughs> all right. So as a direct response to the Boston Tea Party, uh, the monarchy targeted Massachusetts with what the, what, uh, the colonies called the Intolerable Acts. Mm-hmm which basically ended local self-government in Massachusetts and closed down Boston commerce operations. Uh, so this event came to be known as the Boston Tea Party, and it is one of the sparks that ignited the powder keg of the American Revolution. It was probably the biggest domino to kick, kick off the American Revolution. That was the, the tip of the iceberg, as they say. Yep. The cherry on top. Yep. The straw that broke the camel's back. The tea in the water <laughs> i like to think that they were just trying to set the world record for the world's biggest cup of tea <laughs> by essentially turning the entire ocean into tea they're like guys no call guinness it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right what were you gonna say uh oh no i was gonna say it's that's what led to the what they called oh. the intolerable act and yeah. also the phrase no taxation without representation yeah exactly look at me <laughs> i heard an interesting uh this is Pretty unrelated, but people under the age of 18 can't vote, correct? Right. But they still pay taxes. They do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I taxes. guess if you have a job, you do pay taxes. That's literally taxation without representation. <laughs> Abolish taxes on minors. <laughs> you look like your gears are turning hard right now. I just gave you a new thing to be outraged about. Yeah. <laughs> wait a wait a wait a minute. Right? What the fuck? How much back taxes do you think the government owes you from when you were a teenager and you couldn't vote? A lot, because I was working since I was like fifteen. 
It's a lot of taxes on a lot of pizzas That's... you delivered. <laughs> Albert's stunned. What? <laughs> what? So speaking of outrage towards the government and the Tea Party, are you aware of the modern day Tea Party? Yeah, they're like a small fringe group, right? They're freaking bozos <laughs> led by like Sarah Palin and stuff. Oh my God. Stupid. Dude, I hate all the... Uh, so many Americans today think that they have all these parallels between like the founding fathers. Have you ever seen those three percenter dudes? Who? So there's these guys who I've only ever seen one in the wild, but you can tell because they'll have a lot of them have tattoos of like stars in a circle with a Roman numeral three on the inside. And the idea is that only 3% of colonial era Americans actually fought for like their freedom and independence. Really? Yeah. Which I don't think is real. Because oh, okay. I thought you were saying that's what it was. That's what they think. Gotcha. That's what they think it is. That's their little believies that they want to believe in to make them feel good. But that would be kind of horrible if only 3% of America actually wanted independence and just yeah. forced the rest to go with it. But yeah, they're just a bozo militia group. Nice. I always make fun of people if I see them with their 3% or merch on. Man, we lost the plot there. Where are we? <laughs> on April 19th, 1775, f uh, fighting broke out in Massachusetts in what is now known as the Battles of Lexington and Concord, which is the first military engagements of the Revolutionary War. G did you go there for your ROTC trip? I think we did, actually. Nice. Is that... Wait. Is that at a fort? Is there a fort? No, they were towns. I went to some fort. There's probably forts there, too. I don't remember which one. I if I'm being honest, everything I know about Lexington and Concord is also from Fallout 4, because that's where you start the game. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think the reason I know so much about this part is because of Fallout, because of Liberty's Kids, <laughs> because of Assassin's Creed 3, and the very small bit I remember from public schools. Look at us preserving our history with video games. Uh, so in the winter of 1775 through 1776... One of the first major victories of the Continental Army occurred when the British Army, which was garrisoned in Boston, was driven out of the city. So, nice. Sick. Continental Army was like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Salem also became the center for privateering throughout the war. Um Said privateers are believed to be responsible for the capturing and or destruction of 600 British vessels. Oh, nice. So, you know what privateering is? No. It's basically like, it's just being a pirate, but like official, like on the books. Like you're working for like a entity. So like a mercenary? Yeah. Oh, okay. So basically like guys that are just like, all right, we're going to plunder these British ships so that they can't help with the war effort. That's... Kind of cool. Yeah, based out it's of like Salem. a legal pirate. So these pirates are all tripping balls on Ergot. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Thinking they're about seeing that part. witches on these boats. That's how they got him there, guys. See, <laughs> see his boats? Full of fucking witches. <laughs> Go get them. Take them down before oh, they take us down. Don't forget your bread. <laughs> Remember, if they, if they float out of the water, that means they're witches. Go sink them. And if they don't, you did your job. <laughs> Uh, Boston resident John Adams was heavily involved in Massachusetts separation from Britain, uh, as well as the Constitution of Massachusetts, which is the first state to have a constitution, and it's regarded as the template for all other constitutions to follow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What a flex. Right? Dude, John Adams, one of the coolest characters, one of the main cool characters that we've covered. We should cover John Adams. We should. He wrote... A book, right? <laughs> uh, I'm probably he wrote. Am I thinking of someone else? He wrote. I'm sure he wrote several books. He wrote the Constitution. So thanks to John Adams <laughs> and his Constitution, uh, Massachusetts became the first state to effectively abolish slavery <gasps> when it was Ooh. implemented in 1780. Right? Look at you, Massachusetts. Yeah, good for them. Um, Adams went on to become the sixth president of the U.S. and in the 1840s he defended the uh, 
mutinied prisoners who took over the slave ship La Amistad. He defend. Oh yeah. Yeah. He took care of them. Made sure they got there. John Adams. John Adams was a goat. What a what a fucking dude. Yeah. So like from now on, when you hear someone say like they re- they wasn't that bad, they were just doing what they did at the time. George Washington freed his slaves. John Adams abolished slavery in a whole state early and he on. Fought for slaves, like literally. Yeah, it's not like oh they're products of their time. Talk to John Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan will steer you right. That's pretty fucking cool, actually. <laughs> so, uh, you ever heard of Shay's Rebellion? I have. Okay. You will probably know more about this than I do. I don't know about that. Because I kind of rushed through the research on this part. All but, right. But I'll do my best. All right. So, in 1786, a debt crisis stoked a rebellion in western Massachusetts in which citizens who opposed the state's tax collection methods organized and they attempted to seize the weaponry from the Springfield Armory in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. This attempt uh, with the armory, the attempt on the armory, was unsuccessful. Uh, However, the state of Massachusetts was unable to finance troops to stop the rebellion. They're broke boys. Mm -hmm. Eventually a... War is expensive. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, eventually, a privately funded state militia put down the rebellion, and some 4,000 men involved signed confessions admitting guilt in being involved. Uh, this event, now known as Shays' Rebellion, was the catalyst that led to the Constitutional, the Constitutional Convention, in which the Articles of Confederation were replaced with the U.S. Constitution. Hmm. So, yeah, that... that's about as far as my knowledge of it goes. So. And, uh, just another thing that had a cool domino effect. Uh, a lot fucking happened in Massachusetts. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Massachusetts kind of has a main character. It's syndrome. like the epicenter of the country, or at least it's, you know, uh, creation. Yeah, full Fuck. of smart people. Uh, so, yeah, Massachusetts, home of the uh, inciting incident for the Constitution. Also home of the uh, template for the Constitution. That's pretty cool. Thanks to my man, Jonathan Adams. <laughs> Mr. J.A. Mr. J. I'm starting to... Changed my mind on not trusting people with two first names. Yeah, I feel like he's a good, uh, a word, (laughs) anomaly. Yeah. For that. Never mind. Okay. (laughs) In the 1800s, Massachusetts was on the forefront of the Industrial Revolution in the U.S. Hundreds of factories popped up, producing everything from shoes and textiles to tools and paper. So the economy really shifted from agricultural focus to production based, which it was kind of happening everywhere, except Massachusetts was, again, the main character in it. <laughs> so is this leading up to like the Industrial Revolution? Well, this is the Industrial Revolution. Oh, never mind. At least like the first major one. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so we kind of touched on this. Massachusetts being a relatively progressive state for this time. Uh, It was home to many notable abolitionists, such as John Brown, Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth, and Susan Anthony. I know the last three. Who was the first one again? Uh, John Brown. I don't. That's the only one I don't recognize. We are gonna have to do a special episode on John Brown. That dude was crazy. Oh hell yeah! (laughs) He led like a huge revolt in Kansas. Uh, I don't know much about him right now either, but he basically like. He lived by the anti-slavery. He died by the anti-slavery. Oh, yeah. Okay, lived, I want to learn more about John Brown. Lived by the abolition, die by the abolition. <laughs> uh, let's see. In 1852, Massachusetts became the first state to pass a compulsory education law. Uh, no doubt a contributing factor in Massachusetts becoming the most educated state in the union. What is a compulsory education law? You got to go to school. Oh. Um, if you're a kid, you have to go to school. As opposed to just like, well, I get your mom's doing real well in the coal factory. I guess we can afford to send you to school, little Jebediah. <laughs> but instead, they're like, all right, you have kids. We don't want no stupid kids. Send them to school or you're going to get in trouble. Probably for the best. Yeah. I mean, they're the number one state in education now. So I kind of want to move to Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, me too. It won't be bad. Or it couldn't be too bad to live there. Um, I would just want to go on like a Fallout tour and see all the places where I killed raiders in Fallout. Nice. Uh, Let's see. Pretty big time jump. In 1966, 
Massachusetts became the first state to directly elect an African-American to Congress with Edward Brooke III. Look, Massachusetts is checking off all the boxes. Yeah, like most of like just the stereotypes I've heard about Massachusetts is that they're like weirdly subtly racist, but pretty progressive so far what I'm seeing. Hmm. Uh, in that same vein, on May 17th, 2004, Massachusetts became the first state in the U.S. to legalize same-sex marriage. Dude. Massachusetts is progressive as fuck. Right? Also, the first state to legalize that in 2004. Oh. That's way more recent than I would have thought. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. And this this is like 10 years, not even 10 years after Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Man, we really only started treating gay people like people very recently in this country. But, uh, and then in 2015... So, it, uh, such a fucking... Uh, anyway, continue. Sorry. Yeah. And then in 2015, uh, that uh, Boston's like bill to legalize it was superseded by the uh, national bill, which legalized gay marriage everywhere. Go nice. America. It only took us way too long, but you yeah. know, I guess better late than never. <laughs> and then let's end the history of Massachusetts on an extreme downer. Yeah. Okay. April 15th, 2013. Boston Marathon. Oh. Two pressure cooker bombs exploded, killing three people and injuring 264 others. The suspects didn't take them long to get captured. Uh, no thanks to Reddit. Wait, what? Do you know about Reddit? <laughs> so there's a saying, we did it, Reddit. <laughs> it's kind of famous um, because the Reddit detectives, after it happened, started like combing through security camera footage and doing their investigation. And they thought they figured out exactly who did it. And they doxed this person and the police harassed this person. And it turns out they had nothing to do with it. Oh my so God. We did it. Reddit. <laughs> oh my God. Reddit. Just stay, stay in your little bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is, uh, the history of Massachusetts in a nutshell. Not bad. Massachusetts is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like Massachusetts and Pennsylvania are like my top two right now. Yeah. Pretty good states. Do better, Delaware. Come on. Connecticut. Come on. Don't talk about Connecticut like that. They have sick maritime culture. <laughs> <laughs> so industry, uh, education. Nice. Um, Producing some smart motherfuckers out there. Yeah. Obviously, they're ranked number one in the entire U.S. for education. With Harvard. So. Harvard, yad. <laughs> God. And so, yeah, <laughs> education is a pretty big industry. Nice. Followed up by healthcare, financial services, drugs, and cosmetics. What the fuck? Exciting stuff. That just sounds awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I hate talking about like modern industry. Financial services. Ooh. Wait, what does that mean? Financial services? Just banks, loans. Oh, I thought it meant like helping people financially. Oh, no. <laughs> Never mind. Hell no. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I was too optimistic about it. <laughs> I mean, I can see why. It's pretty hype so far. Good state. It was fun when I went. I bet. Uh, the Smithsonian. That's where that is? I sure hope so. I think. Oh, well, no. I'm going to fact check did that. Did I fuck that I want to say that's in New York. No, it's definitely. Wait, where did I go then? <laughs> I went to a museum in Boston. Hmm. Did I go to Baltimore? Bro, the Smithsonian's so far away. That is in Maryland. It's in Baltimore. Did you go to Baltimore? Oh, no. Albert. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, fuck. You never set foot in Massachusetts. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> was, I could have... Oh. was in Baltimore? How do you just think that you've been to Massachusetts? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe I didn't go to the Smithsonian. Where is... Oh, no, that's where D.C. You got to figure this out. Did you go to D.C.? You're like, yeah, the Washington Monument. It's my favorite part of Boston. <laughs> right. I think we went to Baltimore. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Why would you go to Boston for an ROTC trip? <laughs> oh, fuck. Freaking bozo. I heard. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Just get all your B things mixed up. You were supposed to be the expert on Boston in this episode. I trusted you. <laughs> 
You like you know less than me. <laughs> you thought Fallout Four was real. You know what's fucking crazy? All your memories that you thought were from your trip to Boston were just Fallout Four. You know what my first clue should have been that I didn't go to Boston and it was Baltimore. What? Every time you kept referencing, you kept saying Fallout Four, and I was like, I, he means Fallout Three, right? Because all this stuff is in Fallout Three. Oh my god. <laughs> well. Oh no. Oh my god. So we definitely went to Baltimore. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Fun facts about Boston and not Baltimore. I, I have one good fun fact about Boston. What? It's not Baltimore. It's not. <laughs> it sure isn't. Fun fact. They both start with a B. <laughs> fun fact. I've never been to Boston. Fun fact. Baltimore is like 500 miles away from Boston. <laughs> fun fact. Albert can't fucking. We should have phoned in friend of the show Sky for this episode since God he's actually been there. Damn it. Okay, well, as soon as we talk about Maryland, I got you. I hope so. You're going to be like, oh, Maryland. I thought you meant Florida. I've been to Florida. I have been to Florida. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you positive? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fuck. Want to know some fun facts about Boston? <laughs> yeah, because apparently I've never been. So Harvard University was established in 1636. The actual first American university. Just six short years after Boston was founded. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Wait, that was the first university? Yeah. I thought Penn State was the first university. I think that was the first like university with the intention of like actually educating people and giving them a, a well-rounded education. Gotcha. Because early on when America was all about uh, Puritans and stuff, college was more about like educating the clergy and like the people who governed the towns. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It was very intertwined with like the church back then. Interesting. That's crazy now because I know a lot of people who go to college who are very into their beliefs and who all that immediately goes out the window once they mm. like college. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first basketball game was played in 1891 in Springfield, Massachusetts. Also in Springfield, <laughs> the first gas powered car in 1892. Exciting stuff. <laughs> I mean, this is actually pretty cool stuff. It <laughs> really is interesting. Uh, Boston common was the first public park in the U S uh, I believe that's where you meet the super mutant behemoth in Fallout 4. Yeah. Swan. It comes out of the lake. I love a good park. Yeah, I want to go to more parks. I like to see Boston Common. Massachusetts, home of the Fig Newton. What? The fig? You've never had a Fig Newton? I have, it's a but... Fi figgy snack. That's where they made it. What is fig? Uh, What's figgy pudding? A fig. A fig... Uh, I think it grows on trees. Fig. Is it like a nut? Fruit. A fruit? Of a ficus carica, a species of small tree in the flowering plant family. Okay, we got to stop there or else I'm going to have a thousand more questions. <laughs> it's a fruit. You'll like this one. In August of 1892, Andrew and Abby Borden were found dead in their home in Fall River, evidently murdered with an axe. I just listened to a podcast about this. Really? What'd you find out about it? Uh, hmm. <laughs> now I'm worried. I've been thinking of something else. Before. I know I listened to the stuff about... There's a there's like a rhyme that goes with it. Yeah. It's something, 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 axe, something, 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 20 wax. Yeah. Is that all you know about That's it? That's <laughs> about what I got. But I know there was like a lot of stuff didn't add up. Yeah. And it was like supernatural or not. So the prime suspect in the murder was uh, Andrew and Abby's 32-year-old daughter, Lizzie. Lizzie Borden. That's the name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she gave weird contradictory answers to police questioning. And she was therefore charged with the murders. Um, yeah. Because wasn't it? It's, it was... Was it was those two who got killed, mm -hmm. and like neighbors said, they had heard screaming, but Lizzie didn't wake up and didn't hear anything, or like 
It was yeah, it's a weird case. Maybe I didn't look that deep into it. Um, all I know is that she was eventually acquitted, and she lived the rest of her life in Fall River. I would I would get out of there if like I I wouldn't feel safe in a community where I was accused and acquitted of murder. Like yeah, your reputation's gonna be ruined. Do you think she did it? Uh, no. Nah. Really? <laughs> nah. Okay. Um, it's hard to kill someone with an axe, especially if you know them. So this event is now the subject of the famous nursery rhyme. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Yeah, that's it. I I actually never knew before today that she was acquitted. I didn't either. I also didn't know that she was 32. (laughs) I thought she was like nine. And that's why it was. See, and that's I thought she was a lot younger, too. Like, not nine, but definitely a lot younger. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That, that sucks. Like, even after several hundred years, she's still getting uh, defamed by this nursery rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah, she died in that town where they thought she uh, killed her parents. So, oh, that's such a weird case. <laughs> I would ask you what there is to do in Boston, but you or in uh, Massachusetts, but you've never been there. So let me tell you what there is to do. <laughs> let me know so when I go, <laughs> I'll know. You could see the Minuteman Historical House. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's like a preserved area around Lexington and Concord where you can see the battlefields and structures associated with the battle. So nice. And then I was looking at pictures. Once again, Fallout Four. Uh-huh. Um, you know the first town you live in before the bombs fall. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like that wood bridge that goes over it, and the statue of the Minuteman outside. Uh huh. That's all from this area. Oh, uh, the Minuteman historical area. That's cool. So yeah, in Fallout Four, you just straight up live like. In the historical area. <laughs> you go to Boston Common, the uh, cool little park, the oldest park in the U.S. Yeah, I'd love to check that out. You could do the Freedom Trail. What's that? It is a three-mile trail featuring histor- uh, locations that are historically relevant to the American Revolution. So I'm pretty sure you can see the, just going off the top of my head, um, you can see the church where it was like one if by land, two if by sea. The lanterns. That'd be cool. I have actually always wanted to see that. I think you can go past an area where Paul Revere rode through on his ride. That'd be dope. But That'd be dope to like be able to take a horse trail. Yeah. To do the ride he did. Yeah. I think it just goes through Boston. But I also always hear that Paul Revere's uh, ride is kind of overhyped and it wasn't as like significant as people say it was. Oh, really? Yeah. That sucks. But I don't know. Maybe we'll do a special episode on him. That'd be fun, actually. I'd like to know more about Paul. We should just do an American Revolution episode. We already did Civil War. Uh, Let's see. You could see the Boston Red Sox play at Fenway Park, a.k.a. Diamond City. Huh. Uh, (laughs) You could drop off some immigrants at Martha's Vineyard. Do you know about that? (laughs) What's his name again? Fucking Bozo. Well, wait, no. Nah, I'm thinking of... No, yeah, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, okay, so... Real quick, it was, uh, what? explain what that is. So, uh, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, he was trying to make this big political statement uh, about how, uh, you know, all these Democrats invite in these immigrants. Let's make them their problem. And so he trafficked uh, several hundred immigrants, um, illegal immigrants, to Martha's Vineyard, which is an island off the coast of Massachusetts, and he dropped him off outside of Kamala Harris's house. How is that not illegal as fuck? It is, but these he dudes literally because they trafficked in. humans. Yeah, he tra- he brought in illegal immigrants, which he hates. Yep, and gave them asylum. Yep. So in a weird way, like he did something good. Well, he didn't give him asylum. He like dropped him off with no resources to try oh, and never mind. I mean, the people who he dropped him off with gave them asylum and actually took care of them. It's just funny he to just, me. He was he trying to prove a point them. and he like helped them out so much. Well, yeah, he put he, them in a position to be helped out. Yeah. I'm not giving any credit to that motherfucker. He didn't help them out, but he gave them to people who actually did help him out and what if just it, made himself look like a fascist. What if it was all a ploy? He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to make myself look like the biggest asshole to give these people the life they deserve. I would not give Ron DeSantis that credit. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I no, just... there's a 
That man's got a fair chance of being our next president. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's just going to start bringing in more and more immigrants and being like, ha. He's just going to be the number one human trafficker in the U.S. Oh, God. You could see the Plymouth Plantation, which is a, it's just like a historical preserved uh, plantation kind of thing to go like see how they lived in the 1600s. Hmm. Sounds neat. Yeah. You could see the Witch House of Salem, which was once owned by Judge Jonathan Corwin. Who, yeah. I don't remember when we talked about him, but we brought up Jonathan Corwin at one point when we were talking about a different state. Yeah, sounds familiar. But yeah, the judge who oversaw the Salem tomfoolery, his house is there and it's preserved and it's painted all black to look metal. So That's kind of cool. He's probably He'd probably be pissed if he knew what they were doing. <laughs> he was the real witch the whole time. Maybe the witch was the witches we met along the way. Yeah. <laughs> the witch was the friends that we made. Uh, you could see Danvers State Hospital. Why does that sound familiar? That is the insane asylum that one of our Call of Cthulhu games took place in. That's why. Yep. <laughs> it's now uh, mostly gone. I think it's all apartments now, except the front. They're like, apartments? I, they tore it all down. Okay. They're, well, they're, it's still, it's on the land. It's like, new buildings, but there is still like the very front entrance of the building still there. It's like kind of preserved as a museum. Jesus, that'd be terrifying. Yeah, I bet the vibes are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, H.B. Lovecraft, he loved Massachusetts. He spent a lot of time there. Huh. Uh, also, famous American horror writer Edgar Allan Poe is from Massachusetts. And he has a square named after him with a cool statue. Um, I think his grave is there, too. I'd like to visit Edgar Allan Poe's grave. Yeah. Have That'd you be... ever heard of the Poe toaster? The poster? The Poe toaster. The poster. Yeah. What is it? Uh, so every year I, I don't know if they do it anymore but for a long time it was either on his birthday or the day that he died someone would show up to his grave and they were like all cloaked out so you couldn't see him and they would leave they would like have a toast to him and i think like leave flowers and wine on his grave huh. and it was like a big deal people would watch him do it every year but he eventually stopped um person probably got old and died or something but yeah i'm gonna move to boston and bring it back yeah you're gonna be the po toaster I will be the poster. Be the poster. <laughs> uh, so famous people from Massachusetts. You got Edgar Allan Poe. You got Steve Carell. Really? Yeah. That's cool. You got Amy Poehler, which I'm watching Parks and Rec right now. <laughs> Good job, Boston, giving that lady to the world. Yeah. Thank you for Amy Poehler. Uh, you got Dr. Seuss, uh, famous, terrible person. <laughs> Had great stories, though. Do you want me to ruin Dr. Seuss for you? Pretty sure it's been ruined, so go ahead. Do you know about his wife? Yeah, he, like, did he kill her or just no. abuse the fuck out of her? He had a wife that, like, got cancer and became, like, extremely sick. And he, she was just, like, dead to him once that happened. <sighs> he was just like, all right, see you later, bozo. Didn't give her any kind of money or support. And just, what like, the fuck? let her die a terrible death. Ugh. <laughs> So kind of a douche there. Why do people who had so much influence on my life have to end up being so fucking horrible? Right. You hate to see it. You hate to learn that these people are people who do terrible things. Same dude who wrote Go Dog Go. Yeah. You know who can do no wrong though? You know who's a great person universally? Is it Mr. Rogers? Conan O'Brien. Huh. He's from Massachusetts. <laughs> I freaking love Conan O'Brien. <laughs> it was great. I do I Never think of him, but anytime I see him on screen, I get super Dude, excited. He's my boy. He's not doing anything right now, but allegedly he's got something cooking up with HBO. I'm That'd excited cool. to see it. <laughs> uh, you know who I am not excited to see? Uh-oh. John Cena, because you can't see him. But he's from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> How... <laughs> It's John Cena. I love John Cena, man. He's great. He is great. You know who I love? Who? Bo Burnham. Is he from Massachusetts? He is. <gasps> That's our boy. Daddy Bo? Yeah. Mr. Bosif? Yep. <laughs> uh, what's his real name? Bo. R Robert? I forgot what Bo's short yeah, for. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Robert. Bobbert. Bobbert. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Burnham. 
Mr. Burnham. Yep, Massachusetts. Uh, these two are very obvious, especially if you've ever seen The Departed, but Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the two most Bostonian guys to ever walk the planet. God, The Departed such a good fucking movie. It is. I need to watch it again. Uh, Uma Thurman from Massachusetts. Uma Thurman. Oh, oh, uh, 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 Kill Bill. Yeah, and Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And uh, the girl from Stranger Things' mom. She's Nancy's mom? No, not Nancy. Not Nancy. Uh, uh, the girl Robin. who works in the ice cream Robin's shop. Robin's mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And her dad is, uh, is it Ethan Hawke or Kevin yeah, Bacon? Ethan Hawke. What a fucking power <laughs> right. couple and power daughter. Talented family. She is. She's a singer, apparently, or a musical artist. The daughter? Yeah, Robin. Nice. Good for her. Yeah, that is a well, I mean, family. I don't know. It's easy to do these things when your family's already rich and yeah. I mean, she's pretty good. She's got a great voice. Yeah, I do like Stranger Things. Yeah, check it out. Check her out. And then uh, John F. Kennedy from Boston. Really, the whole Kennedy family. I mean, yeah, if you listen to him talk, it's the most yeah, it's Boston fair. sounding dude of all time. And uh, Kennedy Junior is still there, right? Is he? I don't know. Isn't that the thing? Isn't that what QAnon was talking about? Oh, no. Kennedy Jr., I think, is dead, but they thought that he was going to, like, come back. Maybe yeah. not Jr. It might have been. It was either Jr. or, like, his brother, the other Kennedy guy. That, that's the joke I was poorly trying to execute. Was yeah. that, That's where he's hiding right now still. Yeah. yeah. He's, one of these days, he's going to come back and arrest the entire U.S. government. Fucking morons. And restore the uh, Christian nationalists to power. <laughs> Do you know about JFK's sister? No. What about her? Uh, he had a sister who... Was kind of silly. She's just kind of silly. <laughs> just silly pants. Like, yeah, just got depressed a lot. Um, oh. Just, uh, not neurotypical. She was very neuroatypical. Huh. And so they lobotomized her. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> and uh, she became what people become when they get lobotomized. And she basically, like, the family just, like, washed their hands of her. Like, she lived in, like, a, I think she lived in, like, a mental institution for a lot of let me look her up some shit no i didn't know any of that let's see rosemary kennedy she died in 2005 uh let's see in 1941 when she was 23 years old she was left permanently incapacitated when she and unable to speak intelligibly when she was forced to have a lobotomy by her family yeah, <laughs> hopefully she didn't go to Danvers. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's kind of a uh, smudge on the Kennedy name. Yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I can't believe people used to just do that. Yeah, like, I mean, hey, they didn't do weird. it for long. There was really only like a two or three year uh, window where lobotomies were the thing to do. Just, I don't understand at what point you're like, that, guy, that person's kind of weird. Let's drill a hole in their brain. Yeah, let's shove an ice pick in their eye socket and scramble their brain up. Jesus. Fucking savages. Well, that is Massachusetts. I was going to ask if you have any more tidbits, but you've never been there, so. <laughs> we'll revisit all this when we talk about Maryland. <laughs> Will and we? Yes. That Now I'm 100% sure. It was, hmm. <laughs> wherever the Smithsonian is, that's where I went. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, well, thanks for pointing out teaching me that i've never actually been to boston yep <laughs> totally thought i had they're both b okay and they're both just shut up <laughs> i mean both the states are m states too i they're get what? it both the states start with m too i get yeah. it. everybody thinks i'm from idaho when i tell them i'm from iowa yeah <laughs> but i've never been to idaho yeah. and i think i would know if i have been yeah <laughs> well <laughs> Well, right then. <laughs> um, <laughs> want to bring this ship to port? <laughs> yeah. <let's, laughs> um, yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap her up. Thank you for listening to these Boston. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was, was really trying to do an accent, but I didn't Boston. come in. <laughs> and it just fucking fell flat. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this Boston episode. No, fuck. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, I'm actually God. proud of myself for not calling the state Boston like the entire time. Yeah, I was worried I was going to do that. Yeah, good shit. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to this Massachusetts episode of the Statesman Podcast. Ryan, thanks for teaching us all the pretty cool shit that went down. Yeah. And uh, teaching me that I've never been. <laughs> I didn't know, apparently. 
I wish I knew more about Boston than what I just picked up playing Fallout 4 because I wish I'd been to Boston. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should we should take a statesman trip to Boston. We should. It'd be a lot of fun. If we ever get some statesman money, it's the first thing we'll do. Share this podcast <laughs> and we can get some ad revenue and get a Patreon going and then we can go out to Boston and do an episode there. Yeah. That'd be cool as shit, actually. I don't know why I said it like that, <laughs> but that would be cool as shit. Um, yeah, be sure and follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Zanga, Tumblr. I don't know. Uh, what else is there? Uh, check your town bulletin board. We post flyers every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> um, Tell your store clerk. Yeah, uh, don't. I'm so stuck on the fact that the entire time I thought it was Baltimore. <laughs> anyway. We'll be back next week talking about something else. Continuing on with Black History Month, I think. Yeah. Cool. I don't know the topic yet, but I'll figure out something uh, Black History adjacent. Sweet. I'm excited to hear about that. But other than that, have yourselves a great week, and we will see you next week. I got to figure out how the fuck to do outros, dude. I can't do this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to end. Yeah. You're awkward when you end, but I like watching you squirm. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Shout out Matt Heckler.